0: Hello, welcome to Barely Legal Comedy Podcast. I'm Alex Goldman, he's Chris Keogh, he's a barrister, I've got a law degree with both comedians. Hello everybody, um, very sad episode today because it's Keogh's final episode isn't it? <laughs> it's your last ever, so today's your last day at work as a barrister.
1: Yeah, and so right. you've not gone in. <laughs> well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, the thing is though. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it seemed quite fitting, really, that I should just not go in and do something else what instead. They, what know. are they going to do? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know. um, well, I've not got anything. I had to like hand in my badge and my gun yesterday. Right. You know. Because so. this is the time if you were retiring
0: that you'd you'd like you'd get it if you were a cop. Like, you'd be like, oh, it's just my last day. I'll just hope nothing happens. Oh, what's happened down at the bagel stand? <laughs> yeah. There's a slight kerfuffle and you'd go and then somebody would shoot you dead and then yeah. I'd be your partner and I'd have and
1: to avenge know, you. It was just one day away from retirement. Yeah, that, yeah. damn it. Keo was a good guy. Yeah. And I've, these... not saying, I've not been saying it. I was like, I've been tempted. I wanted something to happen where I could go, I'm too old for this shit. This <laughs> but it's not, um, it's not happened yet.
0: <laughs> so you, we need to replace you on the podcast. Because you're no longer a barrister, so there's no point. There's no point in me being here. Well, there's not really, because you're as expert now. As The whole point of it is
1: it's an expert and a non-expert. Yeah. I don't, I don't think I'll lose all my sort of knowledge as soon as I don't you, hand it all in. When yeah, you've know. you got
0: no credibility, though,
1: because <laughs> you, you don't actually do it day
0: to day. No, well, that, yeah, that's true. And you're, you're going to drift further and further away from, like, the realities of law and turning to this sort of left-wing do-gooder idealist. <laughs> but the laws are there that, so that everyone can paint all day. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what they're for, Keo. <laughs> so, last Friday, I think, is the person, do you know this person called Mary Aspinall, is it Miles? All so right. A, or Wells, she's a listener. Right. So, I said last week, oh, Keo's quitting next week, so we'll have to get a sexy new barrister in. And she was like, oh, you shouldn't say that. And uh, I think I said something about sexing up the yeah. podcast. Basically, I was trying to... I was thinking, we'll get, like, a younger... You, you were
1: working an angle, weren't you, is what you were doing? Well,
0: I thought it'd be better if we dump you and get, like, a sexy, young-ish, you know, 30s or 40s. Yeah,
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> like, female barristering. Yeah. With, like, a real... Oh yeah, this is like a really sexy one, right? Yeah, yeah. So, and that would so, like boost our ratings and stuff. Someone called Tamara or something. Yeah, t- Tamara, and she's kind of like wealthy. Yeah. She's from a rich background, and she just doesn't
1: kind of get it. Yeah. And she's got like a smoke. I, I can see. I can see why you're thinking yeah. along these lines. She to tosses fair. her hair like all yeah. over, and then. And that's like, literally just for your entertainment. Now, no, because it? no one it, else can see for the listeners. All right, they can hear because they her can hear how sexy she is. Right,
0: they could it was like, yeah. And like, instead of like describing you and saying, "Oh, he's come today dressed as like a some medieval He's <laughs> working <laughs> <laughs> like some sort of French peasant today <laughs> <laughs> with like all oil paint stains all over him," I'll be like that. Oh, so Tamara's in a wig and gown <laughs> and like heels. <laughs> she looks great, <laughs>
1: but. uh well, I don't know Tamara's not been in touch yet no no exactly this this plan is 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 unravelling as it's we speak isn't it's really? <laughs>
0: so that's one thing you're going and we're probably going to have to replace you but we've not had any other
1: candidates yet so no. we'll keep you on until until there's a replacement Yeah. until yeah. Tamara calls well that's it and and I mean that's how you do it isn't it you basically Ooh. say I'm going but yeah. I'll stick around and keep taking the money until such exactly. time as someone comes in and then maybe, maybe, I'll even come back again in the future at some point, yes. despite leaving in disgrace. Yeah. You know? Imagine if Tamara came <laughs> in for like a just a forty-four-day
0: tenure <laughs> or however long it was, And it's like, oh, she's not that good actually. She just yeah. she she promised lots of stuff but actually didn't know anything. And all the Red Wall <laughs> listeners were all like, Bring back Keo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so that's one thing that's happened. Another thing that's happened. Tell us about no, we can't talk about the details of the case. But Mason Greenwood, today's Friday. On Monday, Mason Greenwood had his bail hearing in the court. I think because he would breached some bail conditions, and there was a possibility
1: about, uh, that he yeah. could have got
0: sent to prison for breaching his bail conditions. But then apparently that had been misreported.
1: Yeah. So 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 what what's happened? And this and this is entirely based on stuff that's in the public domain. Um, so I'm, I'm not privy to any further information, so I'm just basing this on what's in the papers. Yeah, basically. and you're allowed to
0: talk about it because you can't talk about the case in case you
1: jeopardise it. Yeah, but, but we are talk talking about bail because this stuff here. that's happened has been yep. reported. Yeah. So he he was obviously he had been arrested on various sort of you know alleged fairly serious offending of a, of a sexual and physical nature. Yeah. And controlling and coercive behaviour that sort of thing. Um, and he was released on police bail, so that is pre-charge bail. So. Used to be called part four bail, it comes under part four of, of PACE and basically when the police are investigating something um, when you first get arrested they've got 24 hours um, in essence that can be extended by another 12 in under certain circumstances and after that point they either have to charge you or release you on bail or just released under investigation. Yeah. Now, because of the nature of the offence, it was quite a lot of investigation. They weren't able to make a charging decision within the first twenty-four hours, so he was released on police bail. Now, police bail um, is the same as ordinary bail, um, in so much that it can have, can, it can be unconditional. It'll just be like, right, you come back to the police station in three months' time, yeah, um, or, or whatever, <coughs> and. But it, they, I think they're going to go for like, a, like three months at a time, or it, it's it's, diff- it's more difficult because you are not been charged yet. But they can put conditions on it, like you don't go... Don't leave the country. Don't leave the country, don't go onto this street, don't contact the witnesses, all that sort yes. of thing. Um, now, as I understand it, Mason Greenwood was subject to that sort of bail, and he breached one of those terms. So we police, don't know what that is. So we don't know what the terms were, but he's, he's, breached, he's, he's breached bail in, in some way or another, either by breaching a condition of bail or by not, attending at the police station when he should have done. yeah, Which really would be the only two ways he could breach bail. Um, and he's then been arrested for breach of that bail. Um, now, it's not an offence under um, under the, it's not a criminal offence to breach police bail. Um, it's a it's an offence to breach, um, not a criminal offence, but you get brought before the court and you can be sent to prison. There's bail acts offences yeah. for court bail, but not for police bail, because, for the simple reason that you've not been charged yet. So actually, it'd be a bit unfair to, um, or a bit or, or disproportionate to, to yeah. make it the same as court bail so um so what they can do though is re-bail you or as has happened here make the decision so well, well actually we're going to charge you with this offence now not because he breached bail that can't be the reason but it's, it'll be that we're ready to charge him now we've got a decision back from cps cause what the police will have done is like sent all the evidence they've gathered to the cps the Crown prosecution service for them to determine whether or not he should be charged and what with and so on, and they've clearly got to the stage where they could do that, yeah. and they've taken the opportunity once they've got him in anyway, to just charge him at that point. So he's then charged, he then appears at the Magistrates Court on Monday for the first appearance, at which point I'm assuming it will be sent up to the Crown Court in six weeks' time. That's how it works. These are, sort of, these are indictable offences, um, and so it's gonna be dealt with at the Crown Court, because the Magistrates yeah. don't have the jurisdiction to deal with them. Um, and then, at the point that it's sent up to the Crown Court, there is then the issue of bail. So if you watch one of these hearings, you'll hear, these are, the, uh, you know, these are the matters. The defendant doesn't have to enter a plea at that point if he doesn't want to because he can enter a plea at the first hearing at the Crown. It's just sent up to the Crown for them to deal with it. Um, then what do you do in the next six weeks? Do, do you remand the person into custody or do you remand them on bail? Now, what the first judge did, it was District Judge Hadfield uh, Manchester. I know that because I've been before him on a number right. of occasions. Um been and before him where, where <laughs> in, in the queue for a pie? Yeah, yeah. I mean, in the in the in the, in Preston, he he sits at Preston sometimes as well, yeah. So and he, um, yeah, he quite like he often sends people to prison. <laughs> i Have noticed so? <laughs> I mean, it's, uh, I wasn't particularly surprised to find out that he denied him bail. Mm-hmm. Um, so so the decision he had to make was whether or not he should be released on bail or, or remanded into custody to appear at. Um, Issue in Manchester Crown Court in six weeks' time. Um, he remanded him into custody. Now, the decision making that the judge has there is to look at under the bail acts, it's not an assessment of the substantive case, it's to look at various things as, as to whether or not someone is likely to abscond. Yeah. Um, Which I, he's got, he's a multi millionaire. So, yeah. On the one hand, yeah. so it's easier for him to do it than a normal person. On the other hand, he's quite famous. So it's so not it's difficult for him. Yeah, and it's like, is there, any, is there any intel that suggests he might be really thinking about yeah. doing that and blah, blah, blah. Um, it's whether or not he is likely to commit further offences while on bail um, and also whether or not um, he's likely to um, interfere with witnesses while on bail and and so so the starting point is that everyone is there's an assumption that bail will be granted and it's for the crown to prove that one of these exceptions Mm. exists based on evidence now he's never and, and, and usually that will just be to do with you know, there's certain things like the seriousness of the offence is, is a relevant factor because if it's really serious then you might be more likely to do those things because you want to get off with it more yeah. More than someone who's if it's just a minor thing, you know. Um, it might be if you've got a past record of breaching bail then you think, well, actually, look at this. You know, if this some offences are committed while on bail, you know, so if it's for that then you're like, you're not likely to get bail. All of those things. Now, as far as I'm aware about Mason Greenwood is that this is his first offence, as it were. It doesn't mean, it's the first time he's done something wrong but this is the first time you know he doesn't have any of that previous nope. there, so. Um, but the judge must have thought that there, w- there was a risk of something because he he remanded him into custody, probably to do with the seriousness of the allegations, um, and and the, the fact that if he is convicted, then he's likely to get a custodial sentence anyway. So there's um, there's that consideration as well. Now what Mason Greenwood did after that though was he was he appealed that decision to uh, the Crown Court. It wasn't on as a judge in chambers. Um, which will be a crown court judge sitting in private in his chambers, um, to consider the bail further, um, and that's the effectively the next stage that you go to, and um, I think that judge overruled the the decision and released him on bail. I'm not sure what the conditions of that bail are. Um, mm. the, I I should imagine they will be to live and sleep at his home address, um, to not contact any of the witnesses, um, and possibly to not go on certain streets if witnesses live yeah. there or something like that, um. And that way, he can effectively be free. Um, you know, he's not going to be in prison, um, and also it, it it protects the sanctity of the you know of the um, of the criminal investigations because it stops him from because if you know because if he breaches bail, then that's not going to look good in the longer term. No, so no, that's the yeah. So so that that's that's what happened. Uh, so it was all pretty standard. Then it was not that that like... Is, there's, there's there's absolutely. I know that football fans will be will be yeah. Well, that's what Twitter was. Twitter was. A flame. Okay, what were
0: people saying about it? Uh, That it's everything you'd expect. That it this proves that that it's all lies. That it's all um, (coughs) that the 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 judges are in the pockets of the rich and famous. If you're rich and famous, you can do anything. Also,
1: people saying that he's basically got bail because he's rich and famous. Yes, exactly. The judges all stick together, and uh, well, that's clearly not true because one judge has overruled another. One judge already denied him bail. It's, um, um, yeah well nobody it's, ever reads the it's all, it's all standard there's not there's nothing in any, in any of that that is unusual what's that noise Someone drilling, drilling outside I think.
0: oh bloody hell <laughs> um <laughs> <laughs> See, if Tamara was here, she'd pop out and say, excuse me, could you stop that? We're just <laughs> recording. And all the workmen had like, down the tools. Oh, right. Sorry, Sorry my lady. Yeah, yeah. Whereas they're actively drilling angrily now, looking at you. Yeah, yeah. If I went out, they'd, <laughs> yeah. just, they'd just beat me up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they Big step on your open toe <laughs> sandals. <laughs> um, right, so that's one topical thing. Yeah. Um, so what... That's good, that's really good that we've cleared that up. We, you. Yeah. Um, so, what are we doing today? We finished Manslaughter Illegal Acts Part 2, I think, last episode. Yeah. And
1: you said you're going to do a topical one. So, what is the topical one? Well, the, the other thing that's happening last week in the legal world is that um, people have become very interested in criminal damage, it appears. Right. They? You know, if you think about what happened um, with the Just Stop Oil protest. Yes. People and throwing... Um, well, there were a couple of protests. There was Just Stop Oil and there was a few bits of criminal damage around London. Um, the most famous one being where they were throwing soup at Van Gogh's sunflowers. Yes. Um, obviously, the painting of, of sunflowers. And you, I watched you in the last, like,
0: 24 hours after it happened, go from, well, this is not really a very good thing. To turn and be like, I'm fully back when <laughs> You were like digging yourself into your garden with you, and chaining yourself to the co-op and all this stuff. Because I, I personally, I mean, it kind of it happened, and I was like, oh, that's ridiculous. Yeah, that was then, my initial reaction.
1: What a stupid thing to do! That's because just not going. just going to turn all the people against you. That's
0: what I think, and I still think that. And I also think it it's not exactly the same thing, but the vegans. That are going into Waitrose, Marks and Spencer, Sainsbury's, and just going on the milk aisle and filming themselves pouring a load of milk yeah. on the floor. I think that's different as well. Again, yes, that. but it's all of this. first it's food waste, which is something that makes me go, especially yeah, yeah. in the current. Because yeah. I was always brought up, you know, like on, when they'd have a food fight on telly when I was a kid, and you'd be like, oh, a food fight, that looks great. And my grandma especially would be like, this is disgusting, what a waste of food, and people should be eating that and stuff. So it always stuck with me that secondly with the current people are in food you know there's more food banks than there's ever been more people visiting food banks to just tip it just feels like such a yeah and I know the point they're trying to make but like I don't eat I've not eaten meat now for nearly a year or eight nine months whatever it is and when I see that, I'm like, I can, I can never be like them. No, no. So it makes me want to literally just go and have a steak. Because I do dream about meat all the time. I'm like, <laughs> I've actually started dreaming about meat and bacon butties. And, which is, that must happen if you're a veggie. Yeah. But yeah. I don't say I'm a veggie. So this feels like the same. When you're throwing soup at Van Gogh's Sunflowers, and I know you've got to get You've got to get as many people interested, and you've got to be as shocking in your tactics as you can be. But it just, I think, would turn off so many ordinary people who won't see any. They won't see anything beyond that act of vandalism. They yeah. won't look in the mirror and go, "Oh, actually, it was not that big a deal."
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, well, from from a sort of tactical point of view, it, it's it's interesting because I, you know, basically, within a day people like high up in Just Apoil were on telly talking about their yeah um stance and their campaign and why they're doing what they're doing. And so the idea that we should only protest in a way that people find palatable is you know is flawed because that's sort of what people that you're protesting against want you to think because they want it to be, you know, just protest at home in your own time so that no one actually gets, you know, um inconvenienced. So, so I I think I think that it has it has gone a bit of way, but I can see basically people that would be annoyed by that sort of thing are already probably annoyed. I don't think anyone. I don't think they could process in a way which would make people go, "Oh, that's a good point. I've changed my opinion now." I I don't think. I don't know. I massively disagree
0: because I just I I just think it's. I don't know, but it made me it, 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 at the time. It made me go, oh! But I, just, I, yeah, and that, I'm that, not particularly.
1: That was the initial reaction. I was like, yes. oh well, that's stupid because that's going to turn lots of people off and blah yes. blah. And then, as it went on, I did sort of change my view on it because of information that we learned about what had actually happened, and also watching everyone's sort of knee-jerk response made me think, well, I don't want to be on that. Yeah, you know, but some... you would have done that anyway. What? You were much
0: more. You're not the kind of person that they are trying to attract as a new, like, let's change public opinion. You're 99% there already. Yeah, yeah. But people that are 50%, the 50%ers, and I, I honestly think this has been for two or three years, with the whole, from Corbyn onwards, Yeah, those middle people who just could possibly be persuaded... They're the ones who just go, no, I don't want any further information. They're stupid. The yeah, person, yeah, they, yeah. they sat in the road. They made me late for work. That's really, really annoying. Smashing up a bank and daubing stuff on a bank that people go, oh, I can kind of see that. I, do, I just don't know. It just made me.
1: Yeah.
0: I just thought it was silly
1: tactics. Right. No, I, I, can, I can get that. But I, I started thinking. I, I I think we should throw more soup at pieces yeah. at work. Throw about.
0: at people. Throw at the prime minister.
1: Yeah. Throw. Yeah. I'm more for soup being thrown. I was. I was more. I was more keen. I was more enjoying the space of milkshakings that went on a few years ago. Yeah. Yeah. They were, fun, because they it?
0: were done against actual figures.
1: Yeah. And I don't know. I don't know if it's.
0: It was funny because it's like, oh, is it because it's such famous painting? And do you care more about painting?
1: Than the planet. The, 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 it, the point I can sort tactic. of see the point. You know what I mean? I, I was like, well, maybe that's you know. And I, what I couldn't be doing was just all the pearl clutching of like, going, "Oh, this is dreadful because it's this painting." I was like, all right, this painting that none of you knew was actually there in the National Gallery in the first place. Yeah, nobody, it was nobody, in the Portrait Gallery, the No, the National Gallery. Where's that one? Is that? F- that's the one on. um It's right in the corner from the Portrait like Right. On, yeah. Trafalgar, yeah, I didn't know where
0: right. it is, yeah, yeah. and I've been so London loads and loads of times. Yeah, yeah. I've been in the Portrait Gallery. And it was too busy. I yeah, just came like, straight out. There
1: clearly weren't throngs of people around there looking at it. You know what I mean? It's no. Like, it was it's like no one knew it was there. Like people don't. Go, and so there was just this thing of, like, because I, you know, I like art. I like that there is the National Gallery because it's free to get into if you can afford to get to London in the first place. Yeah. But then there were just such nonsensical reactions. Like one of them was from Judge Rinder. Now Judge Rinder, to be fair, you know, if you think about this, he's a criminal barrister by yep. profession, right? Before he became a sort of celebrity, and he was. Basically, he came up with some tedious point about, you know, like this, you know, they're denying working class people the chance to go and gaze in awe at this painting and dare to dream and blah, blah. You know, I was like such utter goff he was talking about. He's that. normally really good as well. Yeah, exactly. But it's like it's like he, he'd got, like, triggered by it. You know, right. like he'd gone, oh, this is terrible. Um, and then said, I wish I was sentencing them. You know what I mean? I wish, I, I wish they were in my car and I could be in charge of the sentencing. And there was a lot of that. These, let's get these posh girls and get them like, well, that's another thing, prosecuted isn't it? to the full extent of the law. I was like, well, let's have a look at what the law actually, what have they actually done that's criminal right. in this? Well, firstly, they're posh. One of them's got blue hair. Yeah, neither so of those are offences. They are to, they are, <laughs> the they are to a out. lot of people. Yeah,
0: yeah. But it's funny, It is the poshness comes into it, doesn't it? Yeah. Well. I, I honestly think they're just a little tone deaf. Yeah, no, I I, I, I think they antagonise more all people I, and I, with a really good cause. Similar to Greta Thunberg, who I think is absolutely fine. I don't know why people are so angry, but people are so angry with her. Because she's because she's a young because she's a teenager, she's a girl time on what's it. Yeah, I think but then at some point it might be best just withdrawing her back in putting somebody else there for I just yeah. don't think it helps the cause with I don't I, honestly I don't care. Snookers on as we're <laughs> talking, and that's uh, all it takes is that to get my interest. But, um, right, so what offenses have they committed? Then it's got to be criminal damage. Have we done that in this series? We've not done criminal damage yet.
1: No, no, so and, and criminal damage is is the offense, yeah. Um, that's that's the only thing. There's an interesting discussion here to be had, which we'll have briefly, but you could have it more in, in more depth of where does this sit on the. Freedom of expression, the rights of freedom of expression. What to spectrum to criminally damage? Well, something. yeah, exactly. So let's, that that is because they are. That I think they are going to. I think they are going to defend it. So the so the point is right. They've both been charged with criminal damage. The two girls in question, okay, yeah, uh, or two young women should I say, not two. They girls are not. really young as well, aren't they? Like Which 20, annoys twenty people. and twenty-one. Yeah, that's um, annoying to me. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just because they've got their whole lives ahead of them. So, so they have been charged with that, and but they've they've denied that. So they're taking it to trial. Okay? Yeah. And but what have they actually damaged though? What damage have they caused? So, so in order to prove criminal damage, you know the 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 prosecution has to show that that something has been damaged. You know what I mean? That sounds yeah. obvious, but that that's what they have to show. Um, and you know, and, and there's no definition to what damage is in the act. Um, but obviously, or, ordinarily, you can you, you can sort of say well. If something has to be repaired or can't be used anymore and, and, and so on, at that point you can say it's damaged. So what actually happened here factually is that they threw what we assumed to be tomato soup, looking at the colour of it, yep. at the painting, so they just like chucked it and it went on the front of the painting. Now, obviously, I think lots of people's initial reaction was like, oh my God, that's awful, because they didn't realise it was covered in glass. Yeah. So it's behind glass to protect it from things like this. And what they've said in there...
0: That was another thing I thought, oh my God, it's so easy to damage it. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah,
0: it, and it's people, so people easy damage famous
1: pieces of art quite often. Yeah, there's, there's like a, some like, not- go and yeah, have a stab Slashing of things or whatever. I think
0: the Mona Lisa, <laughs> it's definitely happened too, hasn't it? I can remember in my life. Mike and, and George,
1: David, someone went at it with a hammer and chisel and like did yeah. virtually no <laughs> damage to, to it Marvel. at all. It's <laughs> Marvel. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah. Like, well, this is hard work. Yeah. Fair play to Michelangelo, <laughs> you know. But, um, yeah, so so the... the So it's like, is it damaged at the point that that's thrown at it? Because actually, what has happened, factually, is that some soup has gone onto some glass. And a frame, yes. And a frame, and it's not gone onto the painting itself. Now, the painting was taken down, cleaned up, and was back on display within six hours. Right. So they've had to... They basically wiped it off, got a bit of windowing on the glass, yeah. and put it back out. Now, so the only thing that was actually damaged, the, the only thing wall. that's alleged, the wall wasn't damaged, no, the only thing that's alleged to have been damaged is the frame. Right. Okay. So they are now both charged with having caused damage to a, a frame. Um, and that's it. So the, the painting itself wasn't damaged. Now, obviously, in certain so criminal damage is one of these offences where the value of the thing damaged has a big impact yes. on how serious the offence is. Um, so, had they been found to have damaged Van Gogh's sunflowers, then obviously yeah, which, is priceless. which is priceless. Which is, well, I think it's got a, it's got a price of uh, several million it? pounds. Yeah, yeah, they'll be sold. Well, here's the thing, though. Van Gogh's, how many versions of sunflowers are Well, there? 11, because I saw your tweet. Right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's 11, and it's massively reproduced as well, but right. it would be... It's it would,
0: arguably the... I mean, what... I don't think Picasso, for instance, has got a more famous painting than the two of Van Gogh, Sunflowers and Starry Night. I don't think there's mm, possibly, Gernica, yeah, maybe. Gernica, maybe, yeah, yeah. So, and then who else is there? Rembrandt, self-Rembrandt, Monet's little. Water, yeah, the water lilies. Water reason, willies, is yeah. it called? What else is there that's. I'm Mona not, Lisa is probably the most Mona famous. Mona Lisa is probably then the. And the Mona Lisa is tiny. Yeah, that, stop it being famous. No, but those are the, <laughs> those must be the top two then, Mona Lisa, for value. So say it went on the open market and you've got Elon Musk there and he goes, I fancy the sunflowers, I I'm fancy not, a sunflowers.
1: I'm not sure, I'm not sure, I don't, I don't know in terms of value, but we, we can agree it that must it's be worth hundreds over, over £5,000, can't yes. we? So, yes, yes. <laughs> so, because that's, that's the sort of cut-off point. So right. so what they are charged with is damage to the frame only, because that's the only damage that the National Gallery reported, um, because they were able to clean up yeah. the thing. So the, the, the painting was not damaged at all. Now what, what, they, what their case is, it appears to be, the, the um, two defendants in this case, is that they say that they chose that painting deliberately because they knew it was behind glass, right? and therefore they, they had no intention of damaging the painting at all. They had intention of throwing soup at some glass, basically. Which is, you know, when when that, you know, that, I think that does change things quite a bit, to be yes. honest with you. Um, but in, in any event, minor damage to the to the frame is worth less than £5,000. So what you're talking about now is a minor offence. It's going to be dealt, it's a summary only offence so that will be dealt within the magistrates' court. Um, and it's it's not a big deal compared to what people, you know, it's interesting that the reaction of people and what they're, they're people wanting them strung up, you know what I mean? Like, mm. look at this. They've dared to damage Vincent Mangoff's sunflowers. What would Vincent Gogh think appear.
0: about this? I don't know whether it's, that's what was reported. But also, that was their intention. Yeah. To, to make
1: everybody go, oh, my God. Well, that's why they got so much coverage, isn't it? Yeah. So, so they, they're, going, they're, they're going to... So, they're taking it to trial. They're not accepting that. They're saying to the Crown, you've got to prove the damage. Yeah. Prove that this frame has been damaged. Because what's actually happened to the frame, we don't really know. It can only be that it's been stained, really. Yeah. It, because of nothing, they didn't hit it with anything. It's like, you know, so so it'd be like you know when you put like an insurance if you've had a car accident and then you get the other side's insurance claim. They've got in everything that he's doing to this car done on yeah. my insurance. So so you can't do that. They have to show that there is a There's direct causation between the action of of, of throwing soup at it and damage caused to the frame. And I can't see what that could be beyond. It being stained, and at that point, is it damaged sufficiently? I'm not sure mm. because it's still u- used, usable as a frame. I think yeah. I think you could probably argue that you know if it's been stained so much so so you know they were I don't say, think well, you can put a soup damaged frame up in I, I, exactly, any yeah. capital exactly City national it, gallery. It, it, <laughs> but you know what I mean? That, that's the sort of arguments <laughs> that, that they will have about it though. Is so like is this damaged? And I think they'll you know the, the crown will be able to prove that relatively easily. Mm. But it's not it doesn't automatically follow that it is damaged, you know? What I mean? It it means something different depending on what's happened. Saying so so, it has to be restored, I can see
0: that costing more than five thousand pounds because for a frame no. Yes, because it's not you're not going to like stockport framers, are you? There's, they, it's going to be more than five thousand
1: pounds. Surely. Nowhere near. That. Really? Yeah, yeah. No. And and it's and it's already been accepted that it's less than five thousand right, okay. pounds. So they've been charged. With damage to the value of less than five thousand pounds, so we all accept this is a minor issue. Right. So, so, so the actual offence is is minor, Um, and but they they are going to argue that, and what they say is is that I I think they're going to argue that they were exercising their right to freedom of expression. So it's sort of similar to like graffiti. You know what I mean? Where you can sort of say, well, actually, graffiti is criminal damage, but it is also, it is does also fall within expression. So. At what right. point can the, the state override your right to freedom, especially your right to freedom, especially, and the state can prevent that in order to prevent crime? So what you are say was actually criminal damage is a crime and therefore it's thinking. But there is the proportionality argument, I think, and I think, reading between the lines, that's what they're going to argue in this case. It might be interesting to see what happens with that. Because yes. they might say that actually what they've done, the, the, you prove the damage, and if that damage is so minor that it's actually trivial... Then their right to freedom of expression outweighs that, right? Does that make sense?
0: Yes, it does. <clears throat> it does, but it's not the same as graffiti, is it? If somebody, <laughs> if, if, if I don't know, it's an interesting argument. It is an interesting argument. Yeah, but so, has so, somebody come, gone into the National Gallery and graffitied next to, not even on the frame, just on the wall? It's yeah, the fact that it's inside, you'd be like, ah, oh, well, you can't do that. You can't just graffiti on a wall inside. So I just
1: don't see how you can throw through. I understand it, but yeah. I think... I well, don't. so, so there's, there, there have been cases where people tried to argue this point about the mm. thing, and it's usually okay. with graffiti. So uh, briefly, the case of Hardman and the Chief Constable of Avon and Somerset from 1986. Right, right. wow. Members of the Campaign for Nuclear Disarmament, okay? Yeah. Um, and on the 40th anniversary of the Hiroshima bombing, yeah. they painted human silhouettes on an asphalt Asphalt pavement um, to represent vaporized human remains. Right. Um, the paint was actually a fat-free, unstable whitewash, which was soluble in water. Right. Okay. So it's not going. It's not permanent. No damage. Um, it was specially mixed in the expectation that rainwater would wash it away. Right. Eventually, and the evidence suggested that rainwater and pedestrian traffic would eventually eradicate the marking. So it, it's you know they've deliberately chosen something that won't be permanent. Um, however, the local authority. Um, had acted before that happened, and a graffiti squad was employed to come and power wash <laughs> the thing off, which cost money. Yeah. Um, so, notwithstanding the fact that the markings couldn't could be washed away, the court held that there had nonetheless been damage, uh, which had caused expense and inconvenience to the local authority, and therefore. Um, and an unduly da- no, definition of damage was not appropriate, so it was classed as damage for that purpose, despite it, despite all of the yes. thought they put into it. So that was damage. So I think, you know, the that case, case law is against them, really, yeah. but I think they're going to argue the point, though, to some degree, um, because they are putting the crown to proof to say, oh, what did you have to do to do this? Because if you've literally just given it a bit of a wipe, there's no expense being cost mm. to you. So what will be interesting, though, is whether or not the painting not being on display for six hours is damage because actually that means you've done something which stops, is it a public amenity? is it something, because it's on display to the public and it's free to view. It's free isn't it yeah. If that is taken down to have this sort of clean up done at that point even though it's temporary is that damage um, and it may well be you know so it'd be an interesting and, be an but interesting then it'd argument. be really
0: easy to prove against that any gallery you've ever been in there's often things like they've just shut this wing for maintenance. It might even be changing a light
1: bulb. Yeah, but I mean that's but but the, but the difference <coughs> there is that that's not been that's been done for you know by the owners of, the, of yes. the items who can do that if they wish. Whereas if it has to, they have to take something down because of the unlawful actions of somebody else, if it's proven to be unlawful. At that point, you could argue, well, you know, this even though it's temporary damage, while well, it was cl- while well, we had to clean it up um the public weren't able to see it and therefore that's the impact and therefore that's minor damage it's still minor you know what i mean but that, that that might be the argument there yeah um so you I mean you could argue that was, was there any intention whether was there intention to to cause damage because they say well we threw something knowing that it could be cleaned up there was we were throwing it at the glass on the painting if some splashed onto the frame we didn't intend for it to cause any damage to the frame so therefore there's no intention there um but they've been. I think you could have shown easily. They've been reckless as to whether or not some damage were done. Because yeah, that soup. True. Is, I was going to say, it's not volatile soup, but it. You know, it's a liquid, and it, it could get it between and it could mix up. And it could go. Yeah, yeah. So I think, I think, I think that I think they'll be convicted of it. Yeah. Um, after trial, and they'll use the trial to make all the points that they want to make. You know yes. I mean? Which this is quite clever protesting, then though, isn't it? To some degree, because actually, there's not much. In terms of, you know, they'll, they'll get a criminal record off the back of it, which won't be good. Mm. But there's, there's no prospect of going to prison or anything like that. No. So you know, what is the maximum term that they'll get? Would it be so, a fine? So it probably would probably be a fine. So it depends on, and this is why they're going to put the gallery to proof or the crown to proof on the nature of the damage. Because depending on the nature of the damage will depend on what, what band of, of punishment it would fall into. So... The sentencing council guidelines sh- say that, um, uh, basically, if it's minor damage, e.g., breaking a small window, small amount of graffiti, which seems like it's that, yeah, I mean, um, then the starting point would be a band B fine, um, and the range is conditional discharge to a band C fine. So, so you know it, it's it's not it's not too much, and the the different bands. So, um, a band B fine would be a hundred percent of your relevant weekly income or a band C would be 150% of your relevant weekly income, all the way up to 175% of it.
0: Right, so say if you earn £100 a week, the maximum you'd get would be, in a band B, £100 fine, oh, or oh, oh, 150, oh. a band C, would be 150 quid if you earn £100 a
1: week. Yeah. Right, okay, so that's not much, is it? No, exactly. And also, they probably don't work, do they? Well, here's the thing, because everyone's been keen to point out these bullied drama students, blah, blah, blah. So if they are, so relevant weekly income means like basically your take-home pay is what it means. Yeah. So if you don't work, if you're a student or you know otherwise unemployed, then that is deemed to be 120 pounds a week. Right. Okay. Okay. So the maximum, if it is if it is deemed to be that type of fine, because because it might be it falls into, it depends on. So like moderate damage would be breaking a large plate glass or a shop window or widespread graffiti it doesn't fall into that. I don't think. Significant damage, up to five thousand pounds, which would be damage caused as part of a spree. Again, they've only done one thing. Mm. Whether or not they, are, because they're part of a wider action by Just Stop Oil, whether or not it falls into that category, because it, whether deemed that's part of a spree, um, I yeah. don't think there would be, because it's not a spree by those same defendants. No, you know, bringing conspiracy issues and all that sort of stuff. So I don't, I don't think I, I, I think it will fall into the minor damage so between B, B and C band B fine between B and C so the absolute maximum that they can go for so bear in mind they're taking it to trial which means that they will not get any mitigating you know, there'll, there'll be no sort of reduction or credit given for a guilty they, they, I mean they're, they're able to change the plea at this point if yeah. they want to but because it's late it'll be late in the day you get very minimal little credit for that if you enter a guilty plea early door it was like your first opportunity you'll get like a third off basically so right so um, but you've got to think at so the, the series so what else the, the court would be looking at in sentencing are the aggravating and mitigating factors. So the, so that's the sort of sentencing bound, you know, the the range of possible sentences. Um and then you will look at whether or not there's, there's any aggravating or mitigating factors. So, um factors indicating higher culpability are is it a revenge attack or a target or targeting a vulnerable victim? No, no to either of those things. Um Factors indicating greater degree of harm, damage to emergency equipment, no. Damage to public community, possibly. Possibly. I'm not entirely certain of that, to be honest with you, but that's the only thing I think of. Significant public or private f- or private fear caused, e.g. domestic in a, in a domestic context. Ooh. No. Um, and then factors indicating lower culpability, damage caused recklessly, or that there was some provocation involved. So there's possibly the recklessness. Possibly it's recklessness because of the soup the... on the, the thing, but... Um, again i i, I don 't think there'll be anything aggravating or mitigating there beyond it being it might be aggravating if i mean that that 's not an exhaustive lift, so they might find that actually because this is protest and because this is politically motivated that 's an aggravating factor potentially yeah um so so all in all though so let's let's assume right that this class has being you know they the go not guilty that the they have a trial they, um, the, the court finds that there is this aggravating factor, maybe a bit of mitigation as well. So there's a bit of aggravation, but not much. Um, let's give them the maximum penalty that they can yeah. get. So that is basically um, a band C fine, which is 175% of 120 quid. So basically 200 quid. Right, well. Wow. That's what they'll get. So when Judge Rinder wants to, I hope I'm doing the sentencing for this because I will give them... The full punishment available to me, <laughs> yeah, and what's that, Judge? Clear. There's a two hundred pound fine. Off on your way. <laughs> well, it sh- but it shows though because he's very
0: well educated. He's very intelligent. Yeah. and he was speaking from instantly
1: the second it's happened. Yeah, he's 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 not aware of all the facts about it being no. protected, about the painting not being damaged, all that sort of stuff. He he yeah. He allowed emotion to clothe his judgment. Mm. Now this is why we have sentencing guidelines. Yeah, also and time, ranges. Times are factoring that. Yeah, yeah. That. I'm sure the day after, the day after that, he went, "Oh, I shouldn't have said yeah. that." But this is why, but, but this is why we, we don't have like just judges being given carte blanche to, to to sentence to what, whatever they want for any old any old offence. You know, like it's it's a it's a scientific process almost, especially for something like criminal damage. Where it's like What's the monetary value of that? Mm. What did they so? Therefore, what did they have to pay? How much damage actually was there? All right, well, it's that. So that because falls in that band, there you go. Slap on the wrist. There's a crimin, there's a criminal record for you, which you'll have to disclose to employers for the next five to ten years. Um, and that's that. So that's that's it. Then it's a big storm in a teacup. Yeah, and and that's why I think it's actually it's like a fairly low risk because what what they will be saying the... um the sort of defendants is that well we, we were willing to actually you know we accepted that we might get done for criminal damage mm. here um, and that you know that might give a criminal record and a minor fine but ultimately on balance we think that doing it and getting the message out there and being able to sort of say why we did it is more important and we're happy to take this as a sort of yeah. occupational hazard type thing
0: it's interesting isn't it to see if when it comes to Court will it get the same or even any kind of coverage? Yeah, and then it probably will provoke the same anger at these lefty do gooder judges who've only fined them 200 pounds. Yeah, exactly. Who want the sunflowers to be burned. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I, st- I honestly do still think it's a massive
1: on goal for those reasons. I don't yeah, know, no, I, I, Maybe I, I, I sort of agree, but I, I, I find myself. I, I think I reacted to people reacting to it yeah. in a way that was like, no, actually, I'm, I'm, I'm more and more becoming on the side of the of the art vandals <laughs> than, than the pearl clutches. Well, you know what's, I
0: mean? so. what's funny to me is when the... Because they also have been sitting in front of... There's another famous thing this week, a famous video of some sort of lorry or van drivers. The people are sitting in the road, aren't they, blocking... A traffic, a set of traffic lights on a one-way street. So it's only like one single carriageway, and he gets out of his van and he's picking them up and moving them. Oh and yeah! And then by the time yeah, he gets yeah. back in his van, they've sat back down and, and stuff. Yeah. Now to, that doesn't right. affect me. Uh, it's yeah, comical yeah, yeah. anyway. Yeah, yeah, But it also doesn't affect me because, like, I don't, don't that man. Well, yes, and also I don't go to work at nine o'clock in the morning. But if I was going to a gig, I can understand being really annoyed with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. It feels, ah, it just like, they, the, the, It's the, the wrong people. They're taking it out on the,
1: almost. The, they're, never they're, they're never going. Well, I think it's probably quite difficult to um, get at to get at CEOs of shell or
0: whatever. You know? So I wonder if say you did it to the police, you'd be. I think it's quite crafty as well because you'd be. Say you you block the police. At, you're right, we're going to stand at this pelican crossing, and the first time a police car comes, we're going to sit down and block the police car. Then you're into different territory, aren't you? Because it's a different offence. Yeah. You're not just blocking a highway; you're stopping police in the For line emergency duty. vehicles and yeah. all that sort of stuff.
1: Someone, someone did graffiti outside on the damaged New Scotland Yard. So, uh, so, so they, they did do that. And, mm-hmm. and they, I, know, I know there was someone that had a fire extinguisher with orange paint that was spraying outside Aston Martin. Yeah, garage and things yes. and, and and stuff like that. So there's been there's been more uh, than that. But it, yeah, I absolutely agree in terms of. It'd be good to target your protests yeah. in certain places, but it's not that easy to do that because the law the you know the, the government have made it very difficult to 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 get anywhere near um yeah, politicians, anybody you know and and for for an understandable reason in terms of you know some there, there have been more than one politician murdered in the last yes. sort of five to ten years, so I can understand why why you need this sort of buffer zone to some degree um but then you, 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 you can't do that and then start complaining that people are protesting in the wrong way when you've made it virtually impossible to do it in the right way, you know what I mean? So. Yeah.
0: Well, I that, guess that's another issue, isn't it, uh, that we have covered in the past. Yeah. So maybe this was like your last episode, if tomorrow gets in touch, <laughs> in the next week. Yeah, yeah. That's um, and what a typically Keo episode to go out on <laughs> with you taking the side of soup flingers. <laughs> I was gonna offer you a pot noodle, but I'm worried about what you'll do if <laughs> I get you one. Um so that's it, everybody. That could be Keo's final ever episode. Um don't be pretending that you're arsed. <laughs> tweeting and saying, no, save him. Uh hashtag save keo. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. I'm hashtag get tomorrow in. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, bye forever, Chris. Yeah, bye.